Roller derby is a skating contact sport with five aside. Both teams go around in the same direction, jostling each other while trying to score points. Now that is a very basic outline of the game, but for many skaters in Aotearoa, it is serious business. This month, skaters vying for a place on the All Skates team will be announced. Following the team and their trip to this year's Blood and Thunder Roller Derby World Cup in Dallas, Texas, is former skater-turned-filmmaker Karina Hunsaker. On my Māori side, uh, we're Farado, so from, we're from Ngāpuhi and Waima, and Peria on my grandfather's side. I spent the first 10 years of my life on the west coast, the wild west coast in the South Island in Hokitika. Um, yeah, started off there, got my roots there, and then um, we moved to Christchurch and then eventually Auckland. I'm an ex-skater of roller derby. Um, well, I skated for, for about four years, and it just becomes a real obsession. So... Um, work becomes second place, family becomes second place, and it all becomes about roller derby. I was lucky enough to be uh, selected to be the captain for the New Zealand team uh, at the first roller derby World Cup in Toronto. And um, and then after that, I realised that I kind of needed to just take a bit of a step back because I was just giving so much to the sport that I just absolutely loved but um, it wasn't kind of helping me career-wise or with with a financial future. The back seat didn't last for very long because you're kind of uh, back heading back uh, to um, the World Cup soon. Yeah, that's actually part of the obsession of the sport, I guess. And it's not just the sport; it's it's like the the culture of what uh, roller derby gives you, I guess. And so, after I left the World Cup, I was like, I swore that's it. No more roller derby, and then here I am now making a documentary about, you know, these amazing women who are travelling to the World Cup. It's not a living club, you know. It's something quite different. And it's awesome to be supporting a sport that supports females. There's definitely something different about roller derby. I want to feel like I'm an all-black of roller derby. Hi, um, my name is Vitra. Uh, yeah, hi, my derby name's Orkazma. Hi, I'm Gemma Lishan. Hi, my name's Tara Satana. I'm Skirt the Mouse. Uh, hi, my name is Haki Palpro. Tell us about The All Skates, which is the, the documentary that you just mentioned. I was, um, after returning from the first World Cup, uh, I went to film school and... Um, and I was just really inspired by this culture that I'd just been in. And so as a consequence of that, my end of year project was actually um, a short documentary about called Roller Derby Saved My Soul, about two women who, whose lives had been changed by this sport. So that was my end of year project. And um, then as a result of that, I just kind of... All of a sudden, this next World Cup kind of came out of nowhere and I went, oh my gosh, this is such an incredible journey and you sacrifice so much for this sport, for the people that you skate with, um, that I wanted to tell this story because I'd lived it. So you could be very shy in your, say, your work life and then you kind of get into roller derby gain confidence and that has that flow on effect into other parts of your life is that what you've seen yeah 
Definitely. I think you become, in some ways, for some women, you become a bit of a different creature. <laughs> My derby name is Hurricane Hori. Um, <laughs> Hori, for me, really represents a lot of the ways that I kind of do things in my life, which is kind of, um, it does have some negative, it does. you know, connotations to it. But then I embrace those and I make and I own those because in a lot of ways, actually, a lot of the things that I do is real kind of off the cuff. Now, speaking of other names, okay, <laughs> Meet, okay, so Meet Train, Lady Trample, Terra Santana, and Skatana. Oh, Terra Satana, yeah, and Skate the Mus, yeah, Princess Slayer, and Orgasmic. Where do these? How do these women come up with these names? It's orgasmic. Oh, orgasmic. <laughs> oh my god, let's just say orgasmic. <laughs> it's orgasmic. Yeah, so it's always kind of like a play on words of, you know, whatever um, you feel like is relevant to you. I mean, is this gaining some traction here, do you think? Uh, yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, about six or seven years ago when Roller Derby first got here, it just really um, hit the ground running, you know. It was just like, it was lots of uh, short skirts and fishnets <laughs> and um, like all these women just yelling at each other and bashing each other on on roller skates and no one understood the rules and it didn't matter because it looked like fun, you know, and um, for the audience as well as, you know, for some of the skaters. But um, it's definitely changed now, the sport. It's become a lot more athletic, a lot more strategic, you know, so... Uh, yeah, the, the the pledge me page that's mm-hmm. set up. Um, your goal is six and a half thousand dollars, and that's six hundred and fifty people just donating ten dollars each. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's to get that for your documentary. So I've received no funding whatsoever um, for to make this documentary. Yeah, <clears throat> and it was a bit of a spur of the moment uh, decision to go ahead with it, and I didn't think it was actually going to be this big whatsoever. I was just like, I just wanted to kind of capture small moments along uh, uh, through this year along the way because, you know, I just felt it was important to capture New Zealand history of this sport while it's still at the beginning. Now, um, in terms of the... Māori um, aspects um, to to the team. I'm looking at a picture, and there is, as you just mentioned, um, a haka. Where did that haka come from? Who wrote it? What's the story behind that? So we were lucky. Um, we were very lucky. One of the um, one of the girls from the first World Cup um, knew this Māori man in Whangarei who had. Um, was part of a kapaka team and he wanted to support her. So he wrote the haka for us. I'm sorry that I can't actually remember his name. That's fine, that's fine. He wrote the haka for us and then we kind of all just clumsily, (laughs) you know, learnt it as we could and did it on roller skates. Is there quite a few Māori women doing this? There's actually quite a lot in this team. Just going by the trailer of the documentary, The Mm. All Skates, I did see quite a few... Māori-looking woman. So it's quite popular. Yeah. yeah, very much so. Well, it's it's just because it's, you know, it's aggressive in, in a way that you are taught uh, what you can do legally, how you can do it, how you can do it together. Um, it really gives you an opportunity to just go up, you know, to booty bash someone, you know, that you would never get to do during normal you know, work days, you know. So it it just allows you to kind of express yourself um, physically in a way that I don't think we get to do a lot 
yeah, as women. I have to be realistic. It's quite possible that I could be left behind because of my hearing, and that would be devastating. Sometimes you just don't get selected. So Meat Train, Marcia Taylor, she is one of the main characters. Um, she's got an incredible story. She's actually um, going completely deaf. So at the moment she's got t less than 20% in one ear. And she was born hearing. Um, but when she got kind of about to puberty, she started um, having uh, many ears attacks. Um, so she's ever since then she started losing more and more hearing. So there's her journey has been really incredible because um, not only is she fighting to get into this team, but she's um, adjusting to the fact that she's losing hearing, mm -hmm. um, and that so. And one of her big things is you know there's so many things that she's going through at the moment, and um, grieving has been one of the um, process, processes. Um, that she's having to adjust to, as well as try to be normal, as well as try to be like um, a, a valuable member of the skating team. So she's also represented New Zealand in rowing before, um, but she really wants to be on this, you know, be selected for this New Zealand team. Yes. And um, I've just been following her kind of journey of finally accepting that she's going deaf because before that she was always like, I'm not deaf, I'm not deaf, she'd just fake it. Mm. But now it's got to the point where um, she can't do that anymore. And um, so she's, you know, doing sign language classes and lip reading. And it's, it's really interesting watching her... Um, fighting, you know, fighting within the team, you know, for a spot yes. and... Um, and within herself. Yeah, mm. and trying just trying to stay positive and um, trying to use her eyes. So she's tr she's using all her other senses more than, than what the other girls are because she's lost, she doesn't have one. So that's that's really interesting watching watching that. So how does Marcia, a.k.a. Meat Train, cope with the anguish of gradual hearing loss while doing her best to continue to play the sport she loves. I caught up with her earlier this week. Now, Marcia, you hail from Ngāpuhi. Yes, yes. You form part of the documentary The All Skates, which is directed by Corina Hansika. Tell us your involvement with that um, documentary and what your story is, essentially. I'm one of the, just one of the skaters um, that Karina is following um, about like, a story of interest because I'm actually very hard of hearing and going deaf. So actually even talking onto the phone with you is um, quite difficult. That's why I always have to make sure I'm in a very quiet, very secluded place and the person that I'm talking to is talking um, loud and clear mm. without yelling. Hmm. How has this affected your involvement in, in roller derby? We have lots of refs that are calling and lots of whistles going on, and so I never quite know if it's me that they're calling um, off the track, not not always knowing what is required of me. But as I've, I mean, I've been I've been going deeper over time, and, and and even more so in that time that I've been playing roller derby. So with that, um, I've got strong eyes, and also the team, both Team New Zealand and my home team have, have made signs, so I always know what's going on. And, and I've been playing long enough to know that if I do something not right, I know to watch that I'm probably going to get called by the rest. 
with the sorry with with the documentary, Karina follows the All Skates team to the and, and hopefully to the Worlds in uh, Dallas in December. Do you hope that you will make the team? I think every I think every single member of this of the um, Team New Zealand squad wants to be in. <laughs> so you, yeah, that's a yes. Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. What have you learnt from roller derby? How have you grown as a person? There's lots of things I've learned. I mean, the more I do roller derby, the more I know I don't know. I know that because of my hair, one of the things with roller derby um, is the sport that I've chosen is it's a balanced sport and my, my hearing condition is a balanced condition. So by staying strong, I do roller derby helps keep me strong, it keeps me stable because when I'm not strong because of the condition that I have, I end up walking like I'm, like I'm intoxicated. But because I do lots of exercise all the time, um, the role derby helps me stay balanced and tension. But I'm a hearing young person going deaf, and it's a story that's not heard a lot. So have you accepted the fact then, Marcia, that there will come a time when, yeah, you won't be able to hear anything? And how have you prepared yourself for that? Can you prepare for that? Um, because, of the, the, because of the condition that I have, I lose a bit of hearing. And then so I grieve that loss. And then it's like, oh, okay, I can manage this. This is okay. And then I lose. I have another what I call a turn. And then I lose some more, and cry some more, and be sad some more. And then okay, okay, I can manage this. But there'll be a day that it'll be gone. Okay. And I, I don't think anyone can ever really prepare for any sensory loss. There's no way you can prepare for it other than, oh, I'm learning sign language. But still, you you. Like, uh, I'll, I'll get a new language and a new group of friends, but then I have to leave old friends behind because some, not everyone is prepared to learn sign or to try. And that's just the nature of the beast. That's just the way it is. It's life. And so it's just coming to terms with that and knowing that I'll lose, lose people along the way. But uh, in the same breath, I'll, I'll get new people. So I won't always be alone. Kia ora, Karina Hansika and Marcia Taylor. Following my kōrero with Marcia, she mentioned that she was also being filmed for the disability TV programme Attitude. So no doubt we'll hear her story again soon. Don't forget the Pledge Me page set up by Karina closes on the 9th of October.